What's up, Vankers? Before we get into this episode, we have our partner for this episode. It's Athletic Greens Daddies. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I'm getting older, I'm losing my feet, and if you saw me racing against Matt, I want to keep my things sharp because, like, listen, Matt's never going to cart again, but, like, I have aspirations to beat Lando Norris in a karting race one day. They're just going to have to weigh his cart down by about 150 pounds because I probably weigh 150 pounds more than him. But guess what? I'm taking AG1 and I get my fitness back on track. I'm not going to have to do that, okay? I take AG1 in the mornings before I start my day. It keeps me fresh, keeps me light, and the taste, it's tasty. I didn't think green, green juices could be tasty. Guess what? They can be. All right, and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm actually like doing something with my life. It makes me, it gives me more energy. It makes me revitalized. Okay, great athletes take them in the morning. If you want to be taking care of your health, a great way to start is by getting AG1 by Athletic Greens. Okay, and if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Okay, that's a good deal. And if you want that deal, you go to athleticgreens.com slash red flags. That's athleticgreens.com slash red flags. And check it out, babies. Okay, now on to the show. What's up, Vankers? What's up, Vankers? You started this time. Are people going to have a panic attack? I don't know. Wait, what? I know. I'm doing it different. You, I... I I'm coming in. I'm coming. I'm ahead. I'm in. I'm on Argentinian time, which is you know, I'm my I'm, my experience down here is that everything takes a long time. So I'm feeling my New Yorker energy. Be like, we got to get this move. When you order, you're coming through pixelated as fuck. When you order, but, but coming but in like what? you're coming. In, what are you shooting this on a Nokia? Jesus! So you're I'm about to play a, fucking snake on this bitch. Jesus I'm in Christ. a hotel motel holiday, and it's gonna come in yeah. real good on the actual clips because we're doing this on the the place where we record this, which we don't give name to because we don't want to give them any more press because we do have a controversial relationship with them. Much like things that are happening in Formula <laughs> 1. It's a trauma bond. It's a trauma it's a tr- bond. It's a okay. trauma bond. But I'm in, yeah, I'm in Argentina. Okay. I'm in Argentina and I'm doing this app and you know what? And, and I love this, I love this goddamn podcast, which is why I'm doing this thing while I'm, while I'm, while I'm lounging in the, in the Argentinian sun. I got yeah, so Brian sunburned on, on my limited legs. schedule. Joanna's coming home with her dad, and this yeah. apartment's a shithole because I've been writing all week, and it's been the most boring version of The Hangover in here. So uh, <laughs> just me in my own filth writing all week, and it's an absolute shithole. Yeah. And yeah, so let's get this fucking shit popping off. This is yeah, honestly, yeah. I like doing this week, week these week recaps better than the actual race at this point. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. It's like this Jenny, is what's more. Jenny did, this is more Jenny did some damn fine reporting. She did. Jenny she did, did some no. damn fine reporting. Whenever Jenny writes her reports, I'm like, oh yeah, that's an um, Ivy Leaguer right there. Okay, that she, that girl got good grades in high school. Okay, she knows how to do her homework. Yeah, and she does a weekly newsletter on our yep. fucking. <laughs> yeah, our Patreon. Right, on I don't our know Patreon. if that was a fake cough or not. That was was that was that a real cough? That's a real cough. I'm on well. Oh, I, I thought that you were doing like a on our Patreon. Subscribe, subscribe. No, it was it was it, it was an organic thing that you ruined. But anyway, yeah. Continue. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, you know what? <laughs> Our patreoncom slash pod The link is in the freaking description. Voting is closed for a thing, so stay tuned <laughs> to see if we actually won anything on these award ceremonies. We're coming after WTF one. But I'm already, I'm already, I'm already alleging voter fraud. I'm priming the pump for a for a capital storming when we don't win. So that's right. Absolutely. Watch this space. Fake, yeah, watch this space. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. We're gonna go after the I'm sports the, podcast I'm doing awards. The DT, where I'm like, 
it might be rigged unless I win, then it's legit. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Okay, well, we, <laughs> well, well, before we get into this, these are the people that are going to be sponsoring our, our uh, you know, our fucking Inquisition. Is uh, our daddies of the pod? Got to thank Kayla, Robin, Jordan Texaria, Julia Kim, girlfriend of Mad Lad, Daddy Henry, Jay Lingle, Spencer Grieve, Javier Mera, <sighs> Sheila Valeri, Chandler, Luana Galbeno, and Daddy Doctor Hannah. Hannah, I need you to. My toe is still fucked up. My toe hurts every day. I need I'm, I need to consult Hannah. Hannah, you will be getting a DM soon. Matt, let's get into this week. I, I could I got, in her, number. I got one. her number. Let's get into this week in Formula One. Where do you where do you want to start, Booby? Uh, I feel like you know Jenny laid out the thing. Let's not yeah. fuck with a good thing. Let's do it. Let's talk about Carlos. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about Carlos Sainz. And Ferrari appealing his five-second penalty in Australia. <laughs> Carlos Sainz, I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling it out of shit. Wait, how does it go? Lying right? naked on the naked floor. On the floor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. For all you freaking so horny, fu- all you, all you horny fucks out there, just think about this. Him naked on the floor cl- crying about this position. He's been Brian, we got, a note, we, got a note from, we got a note from JG. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, JG, I was like, JG, you listen to the pod? He's like, I just watched the clips. I don't listen to the pod. I was like, great. Thanks, JG. JG uh, said that I like will start a song badly, and then yeah. you'll like finish it and correct me. Right. But then you'll go too long. Guys, oh, weigh okay. in. Is JG wrong? Or or is Brian Hammett up? I mean, he's got a beautiful voice. So No, I think that that is let us true. Know. But I think that that's true, but guess what? I don't think I'm going to stop. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> What I, I do is, is I come in with the with the I come in with the messy lap. I yeah, come yeah, in with yeah. the messy first like FP one, and then you right. tighten it the fuck up. Anyway, yeah, but then but then I burn <laughs> so, out my tires, and then you're like, wait, wait, what's he doing? He's putting PPs. <laughs> like we're gonna we're not gonna finish the end of the race with these fucking with these laps. Um, okay, Carlos anyway. Sainz appealed. Uh, the more I sit with this five second penalty, the more fucked up it does feel. It feels in yes, I mean, it feels fucked up, and then I realize. It feels fucked up, mm-hmm. but then Jenny reminded us that if it if justice is done, Yuki will be out of the points, and then I'm fully against it. <laughs> right, that's true. And you know what? We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about Yuki after this, but Yuki's got to have he, Yuki really does have to have a good season because this dude in in Formula Two is winning Formula. He's leading Formula Carlos Two. Carlos right Sainz now. is a nepo baby. He'll be fine whether this penalty goes through or not. Not worried mm-hmm. about him. I'm more worried about Yuki. We're going to get to Nepo Babies later. I am foreshadowing. This is a master class in storytelling. We mm-hmm. are foreshadowing Yuki. We are foreshadowing uh, Nepo Babies. But in a vacuum, yeah, this is a fucked up penalty. Mm-hmm. Th- three identical fucking incidents happened, and they didn't give like just a, a, a lap one shit show, and they only gave him. They only gave the five second penalty. Carlos signs. They gave right. him a five second penalty. That ended under a safety car, which might as well be a 10,000-year penalty. <laughs> so it, yeah. it, it was completely ridiculous. He wasn't allowed to state his case. It's also it's, it's also for a thing that didn't – it's like that the, – the whole thing was like, this doesn't matter. This thing didn't matter, right? Because they went back right. to the original thing. So then you're going to penalize him for a thing that doesn't even matter in the race – and it's also not the thing that caused the red flag. Like, right, but he didn't Brian, cause but Brian, Brian, if I hurt you, Brian, if I hurt you after the whistle blows, right? Yeah, I should still be penalized, right? Even if it doesn't affect. 
but they don't but, but the problem is the hypocrisy of that yeah is that they didn't they didn't they didn't judiciate that they they played the results in other cases right they played yeah, the results right, in right, the right. alpine one they played the results you know when logan Sargent plows in the back of devries they're like well that doesn't fucking matter they're in the last place who gives a right. shit they did that they did what you're saying in other cases so if they're doing the like lol who cares argument then they should apply that to signs because lol who cares you know right they rolled it back um it, you know you, you could argue that what gat what ghastly did to Ocon was more mm-hmm. costly because Ocon didn't finish the race yeah Ocon totally. was knocked out of the points ghastly was knocked out of the point you know so that incident should have but they were like well they're on a, their same team so it's like it's um you know we'll let them work it out amongst themselves it was right, um, right. you know yeah, we'll let you, we'll let HR anyway. deal with that. We'll let Alpine yeah. HR deal with that. Um, no, right. I mean if they if they had given out Gasly a penalty for this, you know, for the race in Baku and for these all these other people, you know, for future things, then it would feel like okay, we're you know ruling with an iron fist here, but like at least we're being consistent here. But they're not. The problem with the Gasly thing is Gasly was right up to the limit on a race ban, so they really don't want to give him a penalty mm-hmm. because he'll he's at his limit, right. And also, if you look at his points, apparently, if you look at the points that he's accumulated on his license, the fuck-ups that he's made are not even – they've been downgraded subsequently. Oh, so interesting. Like lane violations and shit like that. Yeah. So he actually – like, if he did these things now, he actually wouldn't have as many points. So they're kind of giving him a wider berth. So that's the other thing that's at play with this Gassy thing. So it's actually more complicated than, like – well, why didn't Gasly get a penalty? Well, because he'll get a race ban for shit that doesn't even that they're not even penalizing that heavily anymore. Right. So there's it's more complicated than that. And Yuki needs points, but so. you're also destroying <laughs> Carlos Sainz's psyche in the process because he's gonna be crying naked on the floor about this thing. So what is so what has Ferrari yeah. done? So Ferrari has petitioned for a right of review, which is the first step under F1's mm-hmm. rules. There was a proper appeal for review. Ferrari must present information to the stewards that was not available at the time the verdict was made. Okay, so if they can like show the stewards, but I think every they had all the information. They were just being they were just being dicks. Fred Vasseur said we can expect at least to have an open discussion with them for the good of the sport to have this kind of decision where. You have three cases of the same corner, but not the same decision. The biggest frustration from Carlos you heard over the radio was not having the hearings because the case was very special. In this case, it would have made sense. The race was over. It was not affecting the podium to have hearings right. as Gasly and Ocon had. If they overturned science's penalty, yeah, it would mean that, yeah. that Yuki would be out of the points. But I, 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 I don't want that. But this does feel <laughs> just objectively unfair. That signs this penalty. This this signs penalty. It's not fair. It's not. It's fair. not. It's not fair, darling. It's nothing. Just an incident. Yeah. Right. Right. Just an incident on the race. Um. Okay. But do you think they're going to win this? No. I don't know. Apparently, it's very tough to overturn a penalty once it's been given, which is why Carlos Sainz was so desperate to right. get in there and plead his case because, like, right, right. It's like once it's been given, it's hard to take away, which is a theme we're going to get into later. Not yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. What if you did that um, about 15 years after the fact? Go check out the Patreon coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So Red Bull. Red Bull yes. sandbagging uh, to avoid FIA intervention. Uh, what, what, do we, what do we got from our new favorite driver, 
And uh, conspiracy theorist George Russell, Brian. Um, George Russell is out here fucking stirring the damn pot. He's out here just yeah. fucking throwing shit out there. George Russell said on the Checkered Flag podcast, hey, George, if you want to be a little slut on the airwaves, come on this podcast. Yeah, this come doesn't hang out belong with on the Checkered Flag podcast. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. this is too fucking spicy for the Checker Flag podcast. It needs to be on the Red Flags podcast because this is red flag type behavior. Now George Russell's on our good side, and we all know that once you you all want us to be on your good side, and 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 all things can be forgiven. Don't listen to our previous episodes, okay? Okay. This is what <laughs> this is what George said. He said, "For sure, they're holding back. I think they they're almost embarrassed to show their full potential because the faster they seem, the more that the sport is going to try to hold them back somehow. I think realistically, they probably have seven-tenths advantage over the rest of the field. I don't know what the pace difference looks like at the moment, but Max has got no reason to be pushing, nor has Red Bull. They've got done a really great job, to be fair to them. We can't take that away, and we clearly have to up our game. That doesn't sound exact. That sounds nothing like George Russell, but it is a British accent. Don't come for me. I'm on vacation. Um, <laughs> and let's not even get started on the lizard people that are controlling the world. Okay. So, and, and what I do love is that Christian then just fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking ethered him <laughs> in fucking three. See, see, they come with like they come with the ten thousand word essay, and then uh -huh. Christian comes with the tweet. Christian yeah. knows how to speak in tweets. Christian is yeah, the what Donald a, Trump of F1, I think. Christian just said, he goes, that's very generous of him. He'd know too well from his team about those kinds of advantages. <laughs> <laughs> the pot calling the kettle fucking black. Yeah, isn't that um, the pot calling the kettle black, wouldn't they say? <laughs> yeah, so he's just, he's saying, like, you're projecting, bro. Right. <laughs> you're projecting. You're saying that's what you would do. Now, I would say that George is right that they're probably not showing their full potential, but I don't mm -hmm. like I because Max talks about this, right? Yeah, we're not showing our full potential because, you know, we don't want our engine to explode. We have reliability right. issues. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to blow. We don't want to blow our load on like a 200 second gap and then have a safety car, which happens, right? right Ruin the right. whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, and they're they're not. Their, their car is delicate, so I totally, like, I I don't think it's got an added bonus of they don't have to get the heat for being too good, but I don't think that that's their primary concern. It's not, it's not the Harry Houdini thing. Right. Well, I think, I mean, I just think in any, there is a degree with, like, in, in sports, Boarding anything, you kind of you play to the level of the your competition. You know, I I don't I think it's like this isn't like ooh let's be wildly crafty. I think it's like hey if I don't need to burn the fuck out of my engine, then why the hell would I? That's just right. If you're blowing a team out, if you're blowing, it's just at sports. It's so stupid. This is what yeah, it is. Yeah. If you're if you're blowing a team out, you're not gonna keep blowing. You're to sub out your best guys. Right, so they exactly. Don't hurt themselves. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and you're gonna put in the scrubs or the young guys that need experience. You're gonna let them play in what's called. There's a little word for this it's called garbage time. <laughs> yeah, and because it doesn't, it's called garbage time, because the Warriors can win by 200 points sometimes, but they choose not to because Steph Curry has ankles that are made of you know right. twigs historically. Yeah. So yeah. 
it's 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 it is self-interested, but not for the reasons that traditionally you think. So like this, it's such a it's such a business person sort of conspiratorial way of thinking about sports, and it's just not. Right. It's self-interested, but not for the ways that you think. It's well, like so stupid. It's like have you ever played a sport? Yeah. That's not how athletes and coaches think. They're like. It's just a different form of self-interest. Unless, well, but, but I also think that George is maybe being self-interested here. He's like, he's almost goading them to, like, dominate. Because if they maybe or do Or goading the to FIA to take a look. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I think that, like, if he starts kind of, you know, if it, that's a form of game playing as well. It's like, you know, are you going to drop 40 on me tonight? Like, come on, drop 40 on me tonight. Drop 40 on me tonight. Drop 40 on me tonight. And, like, they blow a knee fucking dropping 40 on you that night. You know what I mean? It's like in, in a game that doesn't matter. That kind of thing. Maybe that's what George Russell's a little bit. I think he's he's, he's trying to do that. He's trying to get the refs involved. It's the same thing with uh yeah he's trying to get the refs involved right. It's it's the same thing with 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 Toto. Oh Lewis is poor back. Our driver's safety. It's the right. same. <laughs> They're hysterical in their own way, right? Oh, 100%. They're trying to get the FIA to make to because honestly the FIA should try to tighten it. I mean the, it's right. in their interest to try to tighten it up a little bit just, just so it's not fucking boring. Anyway. Well, this was the whole point of the regulations in the first place. Is like we're going to make this closer. We're, we have the cost cap to make it closer, and like right now, we're seeing one of the most dominant cars in potentially in Formula One history. So you want to know why? Because Total Wolf sucks at his job. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a billionaire. That's Matt. why he's a billionaire now, Matt. He's a billionaire. <laughs> he's a billionaire. So he had, but he, he has to be smart. he's smarter at taking advantage of of corrupt systems now that the system is less corrupt he ain't got shit yeah he should have stuck to fucking finance which has no cost cap which barely has any fucking rules and regulations anyway sorry that's why all these billionaires that get into sports and they're like I made billions of dollars. I could fucking win an NBA championship, and it n- almost never works. Yeah, they always fail. It it you know it took Mark Cuban years to like get out of his own way. It takes right. these guys years to get out of their own way. Anyway, and they certainly don't make personnel decisions. The billionaires they, they hire the guys who actually know. Anyway, yeah, the best billionaire owners are the guys who just write the checks and say the fuck out of it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, I think it. I think with, with, back to the George thing, though. It is like it. It is of note, and I think Christian was was smart and right to make this observation of that. Like, I'm sure people on the Mercedes team in the Mercedes, you know, are there. This is what they're all saying, because they're like, this is what we did. This is what we did in in 15. In seventeen, and eighteen, and nineteen, and twenty, we did this. Like we didn't, we didn't push the car to its full, you know, limit. You know, Lewis was known for like he won all the time, but he didn't win by like forty-five seconds. I'm sure Lewis but that potentially was, but that could have won have been by for the same seconds. reason. That might exactly. have been for red flags. That might have, I mean, safety cars, tires, reliability. You don't want to fuck up your engine, so. But but Mercedes has been known more to sandbag than Red Bull, like like right. in, in testing and shit like that. They've been known right, to do right, that's right, just right. more of their that's just more culturally what they do. Yeah. Where Red Bull's just tits out all day. Anyway, <laughs> fuck fuck fuck. I mean, I you know, fair play, fair play to George Russell for trying that shit. Yeah. Fuck you if you believe it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, just 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 you know. 
That's just it's just it's just it's it's the it's its own form of Christian hornering. You have to understand that. It's its own form of spinning. You just have to know it for what it is. Anyway, um Hold on, can we talk a little bit about the fact that Toto Wolf is is now a billionaire officially? Before we get there. This is according to a Forbes report. You you, yeah, you okay. Just want to say, guys, you cannot become a billionaire without doing some fucked up shit. It's like pretty much <laughs> yes. impossible, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty much impossible. So once you hit that mark, you're pretty much a bad person. Let me just fully say that, okay? Mm-hmm. So, hey, hey, guys, guys, all you Lewis stands, he's worth, Jenny pointed out, he's worth like three times as much as Lewis is, okay? So, yeah, let me that's just, very true. Let me just start get, getting the torches lit for him. Let's 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 get those torches ready. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For all the, for all our Thank team you so LH, much. which I I can only assume are people who are socialists who don't believe in billionaires, <laughs> right? Because isn't that yeah. the kind of like isn't yes. that the like super progressive take? Is that like no 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 hashtag no more billionaires? Like no more billionaires, right? Brian, you know what just yeah. occurred to me? I have a brilliant point. Yes, a brilliant point. And this is what I love is I love narratives. I lo- this is why I like a writer. I look for like through lines. This is a fucking through line. I'm about to fucking blow your shit up with. Toto's, Toto's <laughs> first significant amount of money that he made, according to him, yeah, on Nico Rosberg's podcast, was he saw an anti-racism protest and he thought to himself, and they were lighting candles for anti-racism. In Germany or Austria, in Austria, one of those, in Austria, in, Austria. <laughs> in one of those racist fucking countries, and yeah. he's where they, where they did their best to eradicate all the different people, mm-hmm. and it didn't stick, and now they're back, still having to deal with it, and he thought to himself, they're lighting all these candles, no one's selling candles. I better, I could sell some fucking candles and make a killing. Yeah, and he tells this story about how much <laughs> money he makes. <laughs> He tells the story. Nobody yeah, right, asked. Right, 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 right. Unprompted, he just volunteers a story to the brilliant journalist that is Nico Rosberg. Yeah, Monaco-based vlogger. Monaco-based vlogger Nico Rosberg, and he's just telling like what a fucking like how 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 he pulled himself up from his bootstrap and what a what a what and that how he made his first couple of thousand euros, right? Right. And then Nico Rosberg very shrewdly goes, and you also like ostensibly cared about the cause, right? This wasn't just, he goes, oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was, oh, it was, like, it was an afterthought. The racism yeah. shit, like he almost <laughs> forgot what, he just saw an opportunity and was like, these fucking idiots need candles. They're not going to bring candles. I, I'll be there with the candles and we'll sell the candles. Right, and, right, right. And then he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And racism's really terrible. And now we see this <laughs> kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> Lewis is the guy that's that's leading this this very important thing, right. and Toto's like, I'm here too, and <laughs> yeah. me too. Yeah, and the whole ethos of Mercedes, the whole ethos of Mercedes, which is now like we are the progressive, we are like the leftist, we are the pro, we are we are progress, we are Mercedes, we are the good guys. Right, right. He's and just, and it's like, no, you're a billionaire, billionaire ruthless capitalist <laughs> who, who, who is, who is, who is getting in Lewis's fucking, who's getting in the slipstream of like good people. Yeah. Right. 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 Fuck, dude. Yeah. Fuck. 
Dude, we are the only people that are fucking seeing this. It's crazy. I, I'm like Mugatu. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I feel like I'm going crazy, Brian. Yeah. He yeah, is objectively hot. Of course. And he... Oh God damn it! Well, there's um, God you know, damn. you know, there's this. We should have never, this... we should have never done the Susie and Toto thing. I just got the ick from Toto right away. Well, you know, that we did, ruined it for us. There's this anyway. been this meme that's been going around because of the, this Barbie movie, right? And now people are trying to mm. split up things into, you know, she, you know, she's everything and he's just Ken. And someone was like, Susie mm. Wolf is everything, and Toto Wolf, he's just Ken. Okay. Total Wolf is just a fucking Ken. And that's the fucking, no, no, no. like, no, that's no. the reality. I would say, I would situation. say Lewis Hamilton is Barbie. Right. That's what it is. Lewis <laughs> Hamilton is Barbie. And right. Toto is fucking Ken. That's what I'd say. Right. He's, I mean, billion dollars, empty calories to me. It's, it's Money is empty calories to me. It's like, what do you, what is, what is it, like, to me, it's just someone who's. But also, you know why, you know, part of why he's now a billionaire? Fernando fucking Alonso. He owns a one percent stake in. Always comes back to the king, to it the dark lord. Comes back. It always comes right, back. It always comes back. Right, because he fucking did it because he's got a piece of Aston. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Now I want Fernando yeah. to lose. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, within, within uh, you know, I, I think of a shout out to Formula Whatever. Big, you know, TikToker. She's been around the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah Go yeah, find yeah. her, Formula Whatever. But she she did, like, a kind of thing. It, it, it goes into she's everything versus he's just Ken. But it's like she's everything maybe is a Barbie and who's just a fucking Ken. So who's Barbie and who's Ken in the Formula One world? Lewis is Barbie. To me, Max is Barbie. Mm -hmm. Christian is Barbie. <laughs> yep, right. <laughs> uh the biggest Ken of all time is is Toto. Yep. Yeah, Toto's Toto is the ultimate Ken sitting at the Toto's top of the, the Ken pyramid. Toto's the ultimate fucking Ken. Yep. Um. What do you think, Charlotte? What do you think, Charlotte Claire versus Carlos Sainz? Carlos Sainz is a Ken. Yeah. He's a Ken. Mm -hmm. Leclerc, I would say, was a Barbie, but. Well, I know, he's, I he's heading space. into Ken I territory. I, I know he's, he's heading, heading, into, heading Ken into Ken territory. He's he heading is. into Ken, Ken territory. I know. Um, I Lando, Lando Norris. It could go either way. Could yep. go either way. We're we'll gonna see. get to Lando a little bit could later in this thing. And to, we're, some we're, we're, <laughs> some, some it's some like bad it's like there. for these guys, the Barbie. It's like maybe there are some common parts between the Barbie and Ken, and it mm -hmm. could go either way. Like right. they haven't decided which do way the doll's going to go. Um right. put the hair on him. Oh, yet. interesting. Okay, Jenny Jenny did Jenny did a little bit of this. Jenny Okay, this is who Jenny had. Jenny had for this is okay, these oh, are Jenny's the, already made this list. Jenny already made this list, okay? This is on This, is this on, will this be a good TikTok Twitter. so we could condense this. Absolutely. Okay, so these are Jenny made a, like a whole kind of chart here. We have she's everything. We have Barbie. We have just a Ken. We have human. And then there's only one Alan, which I is I don't know Barbie well enough. Who the fuck is the fuck is that, Alan fuck uh, like means. a is Alan like an off-brand Ken? I don't understand. Jenny, who is yeah, don't forget Alan. Jenny, who is Alan? 
Just another character in the Barbie world. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay. She's everything Jenny okay, has. So Fernando, Fernando Alonso. Alonso. Jenny has Fernando Alonso, Lewis Hamilton, and Yuki under She's Everything. Anyone okay. that you would add to that list? I disagree with almost all of these Barbies. <laughs> I can't I can't say definitively that Pierre Gasly is a Barbie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's well let's let's um let's read them out. So Jenny has Pierre Gasly. Charles Leclerc, Alex Albon, Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz, Zhou Guan Yu, and George Russell as Barbie. I don't think that Pierre Gasly is Barbie. Okay, so but okay, so are we talking about driver? Are, are we talking <laughs> about driver or just overall like vibe? Driving and vibe. personality. Okay. Vibe. Okay, so always. great. Everyone great. loves when we talk about vibes. Okay, so Pierre. All right, so <laughs> great. I'm glad. Okay, great. But driving goes into vibe for me. Okay, so Pierre totally. Gasly, definitely a Barbie. Oh, interesting. Definitely. Okay. 100% Barbie. Okay. Leclerc, eh. Not a Ken, but not a Barbie. Yeah. Albon, unclear to me. Yeah. See, th- I, I'm going to switch my metaphors. Mm-hmm. Who is for real? Who's looking mm-hmm. for love? And who's a game player? Okay, okay. Love Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. And by that metric, I actually, I actually like who's just trying to stay on the island, and that's a Ken. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of that's to me like who is just out there, just fucking, just putting it on the line, going for it. Mm-hmm. It's like the ultimate, like, and who's just a who's just just trying to stay on the island and get the um get the that sponsorship deal at the end of the season. <laughs> right, 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 right. What's this, right. what's what do they always get at the end, Jenny? The, oh, on Love Island. Jenny, stop! Stop texting us other Barbie characters. You're making this hard. Okay, please. <laughs> pretty little thing deal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty little thing deal. Like, okay, yeah. Lewis, Lewis, um, Fernando, and Yuki. Yuki's actually not is a game player. He's in it for for the restaurant, but he's right. very upfront about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gasly is. Seems authentic to me in his own way. Uh, Albon seems like a game player. Like, he just wants to be an F1. You know, he kind of just wants to be there, you know? Yeah, he's not as crafty and evil as, like, Albon is, like, he's not, Albon's, like, in the Ken group, but he kind of, like, kind of chirps in at the end. Like, he, he doesn't lead the charge of the Kens, but he's kind of, like, my my actually, like, what I'm doing is actually more aligned with the Kens, who are just kind of, like, you know, just it's a spectrum. It be in it. Nick yeah, DeVries yeah, yeah. is ultimate Ken. Nick DeVries ultimate is the Ken. biggest Ken that's ever Ken. <laughs> yep. Yep. Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas, I think, used to be a Barbie and is now a full Ken. He's a Ken. He's a full Ken. Full Ken. Carlos signs. He looks like a Ken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he ultimately is a Ken totally. because. Yeah, he's a game player. He's mm-hmm. the ultimate game. He's the ultimate game player. He's a game player. Joe. Joe, I think is a Ken. Hmm. Joe's, I think, is a Ken. Yeah, I mean the outfits. Yeah, he's, he's trying just... to do the Lewis thing. He's like, he's trying to be Barbie, but he's ultimately Ken. George Russ, George Russell, to me, is a fucking Barbie now. Hundred percent Barbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah. the pace. He's got a clear personality. Like, mm-hmm. he's not a game. Pl- I mean, he's a game player in the sense that, like, I want to slit everybody's throat and win. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a hard shift because I mean, talk to us two weeks ago, and he would have been like at 
on with Toto at the top of the Ken pyramid. But he's got the he's he's talented and yeah. he's a killer. I just he's he he's talented. Uh, Ocon is ultimate Ken. He only shows any spark when he's up against his teammate because yeah. he just wants to stay in the sport. Max is a Barbie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Jenny put yeah, yeah, Max yeah. as Ken. That's... Max is a Barbie. He's legit. He wants to win. He's got a strong mm-hmm. personality. Maybe I'm. Maybe I don't <laughs> understand this game. <laughs> it's not. You know, is it for us? I do think Jenny has both of the Haas drivers as just Kens. I don't know about Nico Hulkenberg though. I mean, Nico Hulkenberg he, is just trying to stay in it, but I think it's. He, he looks like a cat. He, he looks, looks like, like a cat. <laughs> but he's got so much pace that I'm like, he's a Barbie. That's what I think. He does look like a handsome Disney villain, honestly. Yeah. He's just a kind right. of silly villain. <laughs> he, he'd be like in Shrek kind of. Uh, kind yeah, of Shrek, exactly. Prince, evil prince in a Shrek world. Yeah. Logan Sargent. Gives me Ken vibes. Yeah, Logan Sargent, total, total Ken. What about Lance Stroll? I'm struggling with Lance Stroll because part of me thinks he's a Barbie. The succession <laughs> of it all, the succession of it all. Yeah. <laughs> makes it harder for yeah. me to make him a Ken. I know, I feel you know for mean? him more. He's not just a himbo. Jenny put him as human. He's not a doll. <laughs> he's very raw. Yeah. Anyway, we sucked at this. We're moving on. Yeah, we're moving on. It was a failed TikTok attempt. At the- <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you don't. Sometimes you need to go back into the wind tunnel. Oh, Vankers, you know that our partner for this episode is Athletic Greens Boobies. AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because, listen, I'm getting older. I'm, I'm having trouble keeping the, the LBs off and, you know, my skin. You know, I'm trying to be a guy who's, like, in his 40s and killing it that you see at a thing and you're like, that guy's killing it. So I wanted to be better about my health. So I take AG1. I got in touch with them, got the stuff. I take EG1 in the mornings. I do it every morning. It's how I start my day, and it makes me feel like I'm doing something with my damn life, okay? And it makes me feel good. I feel on top of it. I'm on I'm on vacation right now, and I'm feeling better every day because I'm taking AG1, okay? It covers my nutritional basis for the day, and it couldn't be any easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 in, with water, and I drink it first thing in the morning. Done, okay? And it also costs like less than $3 a day. Pretty good if you ask me, because if you have a coffee every day, that's more expensive than that, okay? So just have AG1 instead of your coffee. And if a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash redflags. That's athleticgreens.com slash redflags, and check it out. Okay, now back to the show. Okay, we got Franz Tost saying that Yuki Tsunoda could be Red Bull's number two driver. Franz Tost coming off of the top rope with this one. This is what he said. He said, Yuki has had two extremely strong races so far. I'm very happy about that. It is not his fault that we are still not competitive. After the winter test, his teammate Nick DeVries scores very highly. Tost thinks that Tsunoda may cautiously start to think about a promotion to Red Bull. I can only say that Yuki is on the right track. He has improved in all aspects. I think he should drive for Alpha Tower in 2024 and 2025. I think he will be ready for Red Bull. What, yo, he's like, yo, Checo, watch your back, bitch. <laughs> yeah, watch your back. And, and, and the hearts of Daniel Ricardo stands across the entire globe just kind of fell into a fucking pit there for a second. Do you buy this at all? 
They might actually put him, if DeVries sucks, they might put Daniel in Alpha Tower, which would be wild if a 35-year-old was in a junior program. But um, That would be brutal. Or or they'll put Iwasa in, because Iwasa's been fucking Dude, killing it. Iwasa won in Australia. Yeah. Awasa's leading Formula Two right now. He's beating Porsche, who's like the guy everyone's been, who's like the guy everyone's been talking about. Yeah, Yeah. he's 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 in he's in number one. Teo Porsche is in number two. Awasa is looking really good. I watched the highlights from the uh, from the Formula Two race in in Australia. We need to start watching Formula Two because these races are so crazy. They're really good. Yeah, they're really good. They're the fucking. Is you don't where know do you watch on F1 TV? That's where you watch it. Yeah, F1 TV. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Wass yeah. is looking sexy. Now the mm-hmm. question is: is like, is Alpha is Honda only going to have like w- get to have one Japanese guy in the Red Bull system, and they're going to have to choose? Right. So that's the thing: is 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 I think Yuki's doing really well, and he's so young. He actually didn't have that much car experience. I I wonder how old Iwasa is. Twenty one years old. Okay, how old Yuki? Yuki 22. is only t- 22, so they're almost the same age. Mm. So you actually yeah. can't really be, you actually can't look at Iwasa and be like, look at this young guy who's killed. It's like right, Yuki's right, doing, right, right. they're the same sort of development path. Yuki had very little time in cars. They kind of rushed him through the system. So right. I don't think. And think I, about I, if Yuki Yuki's was had, in Formula 2 right now, I think he'd be destroying. Yeah, y- Yuki did, and Yuki did really well in Formula 2 when he was 18 right. or 19 yeah. so it's not really fair yeah so yuki's so fucking young yuki's like kevin garnett <laughs> coming or kobe bryant coming out of high school yeah coming out of know? high school right, right, right it's right. not the same well at this point but it's like it's like actually if you look at it if you look at alphatari and if you look logically on some level i don't know though you you'd say that no yuki doesn't have anything to worry about cuz yuki's performing it's fucking Nick DeVries that has something to worry about with Awasa. Yeah, but but is it fair to give Nick DeVries only one year when Yuki had three? Probably fair yep. because Yuki was 18 or 19. He was so young. He had no experience yep. in cars. Yep. And and and, uh, and, uh, and Honda was killing it. Yep. Yuki brought Honda with him. And what does DeVries bring other than DeVries is 28. experience and skill? He's 28. Yeah, exactly. He's losing to a 22-year-old. Yeah. And, yeah, so the, the the question is, is if Yuki doesn't get promoted to Red Bull, mm-hmm. it will be interesting if they promote Iwasa next year and then you get to have the two Japanese guys fight it out, which will be awesome. That would be fucking amazing. But here's my pr- – <laughs> if, if, if the – what, what, what sucks is if, you know, Checo – they don't renew Checo, will they bring in Yuki or will they just fucking sign a Signs or a Leclerc or a mm-hmm. – they'll just bring – they'll just do what they've been doing, which is signed – or even a Hulkenberg, just a guy that they can predict. Right, they, right. They've been eschewing this program after after Gasly and Albon. They've been eschewing this mm-hmm. program. What could be interesting, could be really interesting to me, is if 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 uh, Lando goes to Audi, if mm-hmm. Lando leaves, which is looking more and more likely, Lando goes somewhere yeah. else, Ferrari, somewhere else. McLaren has been linking with Honda. So that could be Yuki's next stop, maybe. Yeah. Is if if is is if um, if Honda if Honda starts supplying engines to McLaren, they go okay. Why don't right, we put right, Yuki right. in there? And that yep. would make sense as a next step for him, is to go to a midfield another midfield team. But yeah, so I think he might have a f- if he does really well this year or next year. I think he might have a another team to go to. So we'll see. 
I'm just here for the, the longevity of Yuki. It, it, when if Yuki wins a race in Formula One, I'm just gonna f- f- freak the fuck. It's it's gonna feel so good. That's the interesting thing about this sport in general is that like you can follow a person and then it's like they can never win a race. And I guess if you follow like in other sports, they can never they can, even they, podium. They can never even podium. And it's like in other sports, like maybe they won't win a championship or whatever, but like they'll make the all-star team or they'll have a 40-point game or they'll like, you know, be standing, you know, like they'll, you know, do something, get a playoff perform, get a playoff berth, make the playoffs, that kind of thing. But in this one, it's like you can just follow Yuki. It's like we can follow Yuki for, for 10 years and he might never even be on a podium. I need Yuki to, I need, I, I need it. Yeah. I need it for I need my soul. It. Yeah. I don't know if he needs it, but we need it. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely right. Can we talk about this Lando Norris moment? Him, him getting oh, mad at the chat. I'm so glad you brought it up. Okay. I'm so glad you brought it up, Ryan, because I didn't want it to feel like a personal attack. Yeah. Brian, I tell will, him what I will lead the tell charge. Me. I will lead the charge on the fucking Lando, the Lando Slando. Um, because Lando <laughs> Norris, I guess <laughs> Lando was on a stream. Because anytime you know, a young man, a young a young man is is shooting people and talking in a chat to ch- people in a chat, it's always bad. It's unbelievably. Yeah. I, I the just like best I, case scenario is yeah. he doesn't say a racial slur. That's the best case scenario. Right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what are you what are, what are we gaining <laughs> here? I don't know. Call me a boomer, but I really don't get the like. Let me watch me, you know, play Call of Duty, and get aggro with it. But basically, Lando was on this thing. He's, he's on his quadrant stream, and he's wearing the backwards hat. He's going full as she loves F one. Claimed it the Pierre effect. Now Did she coined that. She loves F one. She that's a that's a she loves F one coined phrase. Respect, okay? dude. Respect. Respect. She's influencing Respect a friend the, of the pod. Yeah, Michaela, aka she loves F one. You scouted her early. I did. I saw her. I saw. I saw her TikTok when she had like five thousand followers, and I was like, "This girl's a fucking rocket ship," and we gotta get on while we can because because <laughs> in a, in a year and a half, Lando Norris is gonna be bitching about her phrases <laughs> on, a, on a live show. So crazy. So Lando was on this live stream and he's wearing the backwards hat and people and and the Pierre effect is like basically the vibe is that like you you just get like Pierre wore a lot of ba- backwards hats as Michaela you know pointed out and said that like oh it's so hot when guys wear backwards hat. My girlfriend can attest to this. Sometimes when I wear a backwards hat she's like holy shit what's going on with my body because the backwards hat is doing things it's toxic but in a hot way. Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you look Pierre's like you're not nice, but you are nice, so it's it's great. Yeah, it's like it, I don't know, I don't get it because I I don't get it, but you know what? I don't need to get it to understand the effect that it has. I, I so, don't get it, but I get it when she when I wear it. So yeah, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so people, and it's a joke. I mean, like it's it's like a joke. People are like fucking like it's clearly. It's done in jest, like the Pierre yes. effect. Really, Pierre Gasly didn't invent wearing a hat backwards. <laughs> Let's not be insane. Today's episode is brought to you by Yahoo Finance. Look, you've saved, you've researched, you've invested all that you can. Now you need to take a look at the investments and how to take those to the next level with Yahoo Finance. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the best 
brand behind every great investor, whether you're an experienced investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and the data you need in one place. The number one finance destination to give a holistic look at the financial news. Listen, in terms of wealth, I'm not Lawrence Stroll or Toto Wolf yet, but with Yahoo Finance, it's helping me get there. I can see how the markets are doing and find out more about certain stocks and get the latest financial news. Yahoo Finance is where I learned after Ferrari announced Lewis for 2025, the stock price went up more than 12%, increasing their market cap by $10 billion. I'm basically a stock trader. That's how Yahoo Finance makes me feel. For a comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I guess the drivers have gotten these maybe in their comments or on a live stream or whatever. They've been like, oh, the Pierre Like anything cool, it was something that we took from black people, from black culture. (laughs) Like everything else. Anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Lando's on this live stream. He's wearing a backwards hat. And people are commenting like loving the Pierre effect. Pierre effect. Yes, Pierre effect. Blah, blah, blah. And and instead of taking the compliments. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Continue. Instead of taking the compliment, he goes into full like spoiled prince mode, spoiled and it's like, who this is? Let me. Can I just yeah. add spoiled yep. incel prince? Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Spoiled, a la the Secret Garden, where he's like in his chambers, and he's going full <laughs> kind of like, you know, Joffrey mode, and he's like, whoever says that this is the Pierre effect, kick them off the chat, ban them. Banish, Banish them. them. Banish them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, they're like, wait, really? And he's like, yes, for real. Get them the fuck out of here. And he's like clearly actually angry about it. And then his friend who's on there, when and it said in, in, in the description, it said Max. And I was like, is that Max Verstappen? But it's not one. It's like one of his buds, Max. Yeah. And, um. What if and, and he was like, he was like, he was like, oh, as if like he invented it, like God, like well, everyone's, yeah. so, everyone's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna keep paying. You're gonna keep paying my rent, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> We're still. Um, but it was like it. It was this little bizarre peek into something. I don't know if people were kind of like hypothesizing whether like does Lando have beef with Pierre? He doesn't have beef it, with Pierre. I can tell you exactly what it is. It's jealousy. What is it? Mm. It's jealousy. Mm. It's Pierre is a sex symbol, mm-hmm. and Lando is not. People think Lando is cute. People think Lando is adorable. People don't want to sit on Lando's fucking face. <laughs> and I'm sure Lando gets pussy. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Uh huh. But he definitely doesn't get as much pussy as he thinks he deserves, <laughs> and definitely doesn't get as much. And he definitely doesn't get as much pussy as he thinks Pierre gets. Right. <laughs> and he's like, I'm faster than Pierre. I'm fucking. I fuck too, right? Uh, you know, I got, I got, I, I, I'm, I'm a couple of tenths up on him. What, what the, what the fuck? 
You know, right. It's it's the well. Gra- he's like the son of a of a almost be- billionaire, and he's a Formula One driver, and he's cool on the internet, and he's Gen Z. But Gasly's got guess what? You know, guess what? Star of the football t- quarterback of the football team with his chest hair hanging out. Yeah, he's Gasly's got, and he's got, got, he's got something a sexual energy. Yeah, he's not aesthetically like like Charles Leclerc, but he's got like you're like this guy will fuck the shit out of me. There's a there's a sexual <laughs> raw yeah. animal magnet like Joanna yeah. does this my girlfriend does this thing right where she'll I'll be watching F1 and she'll be mm-hmm. walking going about her day I'll be just watching ad- hours of F1 and right. occasionally during an interview she'll stop and be like who's that <laughs> yeah. and it happens with Pierre she'll be like who the fuck right. is that yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm like it's Pierre Gasly she goes something about that Pierre it's like she, they can <laughs> women can sense. They just have French. a French. I don't know he's it. French. It's 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 French, and he has like a fuck. There's a dangerousness and a woundedness at the same time. He's like a wounded mm. animal that they just that they just that might bite them, but they just want to they just want to scoop it up. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lando is like a is a chipmunk that they want to pet yeah. and be adored. They don't want to f- they don't want they don't want the gerbil to fuck them. They want to pet the gerbil. They want to play right, with the right, gerbil. Right, right, right. Jenny says that he's a baddie. He seems like a good. He's yeah. good chat. It's all yep. like it's all. He's, he's got the Tom eye contact from Love Island. He's got the Tom yeah. eye contact from Love Island. He does for have Tom. Sure. He actually looks like Tom. He looks. Tom looks like a like. He a looks like on Tom. Steroids. Yeah, Tom. Tom was like, I was like, why are all these women throwing themselves at Tom? And Joanna yeah. didn't understand it either. And she was like, oh, he's got good eye contact. He's just like, but he bores into your fucking soul. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just, and here's the thing. Lando has had everything go his way, and yep. uh, and he probably perceives. Right. Guess what? Pierre has had shit not go his way either, but maybe not as much in the pussy department. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, Do you know I what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's ever really been a struggle for Pierre in that in that realm of things. In that department. In that department. But, but I don't know if Pierre has wealth. Pierre's had his friend die. Pierre's been dropped from his team. You know what I mean? Pierre's has Pierre has his public own, embarrassment. Public embarrassment. Pierre has his own little axes to grind too, but not when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. I think I think Lando has a thing with wanting to be a sex symbol. You know, you always see him in his pictures, right? He's always like trying to be like. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's always like vo- Lando is always voguing, mm-hmm. right? He's always trying yeah. to look fucking hot. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah, Pierre yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't try to look hot, he just is fucking hot. Lando's right. always like contorting himself to be like, yeah, there's like I'm James Dean. Like look at me. I'm fucking hot too. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Pierre yeah, and it's yeah, me. Yeah. It's like look at my no. smolder. Yeah. Right. There are a lot of drivers. like Lando's like one of the biggest offenders of like, let me try to be hot. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Nico Hulkenberg isn't like or Kevin Magnuson, they're like, Kevin Magnuson's like, I'm a dad. Here are my fucking kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, Pierre, anyway. Pierre has you know what you know what's the, you know what's the telltale sign of Pierre's like hotness that he doesn't have to try is that like he, Pierre just posts picture of pictures of him like not like just his back, just facing away from the camera, and those are like the hottest <laughs> pictures that there are with on. his phone with his phone not like with, at a professional photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like with his shitty phone, but like like not this with like a right team. Here, you probably can't see it because my screen's all pixelated, but it's just like him, and it's just like his back, and he's like looking at a squat rack. That is big dick energy. Right 
It's yeah. just like, look at my fucking back. Because that's where the power yeah. lies. I don't think I don't think Lando's got that power. Um, okay. Let's. What else do we got here? Alpine is aiming to gain six tenths, apparently. Okay. First two major upgrades dude, are scheduled dude, for Baku hey, and Imola. The next hey. two ones for Montreal and Silverstone. Everything goes according to plan. Alpine should gain three tenths Brian, faster at Imola. Yeah. Alpine is trying to gain six tenths. Mm-hmm. Literally same. Literally same. <laughs> F- yeah. I've been trying to gain six tenths my whole life. Literally trying to gain six mm-hmm. tenths. Yeah. <laughs> trying to work on their reliability. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally that. They're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's literally the entire sport. It's so I'll true. be, I'll, you know, I'll have gained six tenths. Six tenths. And they're they're always talking lifetime. about all the, ge- all, yeah. no, but the, the thing is, it's always like talking about gains they're going to make. It's like mm-hmm. me in middle school, you know, I'm going to yeah. get so big over the summer. You know? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's such middle school boy vibes. It's crazy. And I'm going to be able to last a whole race. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if I push down my stomach a little bit, then it'll be kind of like, you know, you do a little push down. If I jam that ruler really in there. (laughs) I just gained half a second. That's awesome. (laughs) Maybe if I put two condoms on, I could last longer. Yeah, it won't burn up the rubber. They're just doing all these little experiments Uh to make themselves... You know, to gain and to last longer. It's the most sexual fucking ego sport there fucking is. I mean, remember mm-hmm. all the gains Ferrari made? They're like, we just fucking up the reliability in our power. You know, we cranked that shit up. We got at least four tenths. Mm-hmm. Gain at least four or mm-hmm. five tenths. That's almost half an inch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mick Schumacher says that he's not worried about his future in F1. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A potential I'm not worried about it, okay? Be... I'm not worried about it. I'm not yeah. worried about it. <laughs> yeah. Spoken like a trust funder who's got millions of dollars to fall back on. Yeah, and, a, and, and, and a whole family of people trying to make it happen for him. Yeah, I'm not you know what? I'm not worried about it because I have a team and army of people that are worried about it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for me. Mick said that well, there's obviously no guarantee I'm in a comfortable position where I feel like I can learn. <laughs> I can exactly a comfortable position. <laughs> I know. It's like, God forbid he'd be uncomfortable. Zero self-awareness of how that sounds to to yeah. to, uh, to 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 Robert Schwartzman sitting there on the front. Right. <laughs> Just anyway. <laughs> Truly. Um, yeah. With the results I've shown anyway. in junior categories and also in F1, I'm sure there'll be opportunities. Over the winter, a few people have mentioned that there is interest. So in that sense, I'm not too worried. I'm happy at Mercedes, but the goal is to drive in Formula One again. We have to see how the year plays out and the opportunities that there are in. <sighs> I just want to go off for a second on Nepo it, Babies yeah, yeah. real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. I hate I hate Nepo Babies. I hate them mm-hmm. so much. Unless they unless they have talent, then I'm just like, all right. Unless they're undeniably amazing. Do you know what I'm saying? Unless they're undeniably amazing. I'm trying to think, like, who are the undeniably amazing Nepo babies where I'm like, holy shit, like, you're just a shit. Who's, like, the best Nepo baby in Hollywood right now? Um, Honestly, I, I, Ben Platt is... Ben Platt, he can just sing his face off. He sings his he's face He's, like, the off, best singer. He's sure. one of the best singers I've ever seen, ever heard live in my entire life. And, you know, yep. it's like, yeah, he's got family that's in Hollywood, but like, they, like the, the, the dude can sing 
better than anyone that I've ever almost any better male singer that I've ever seen. And honestly, and honestly, his nepotism helped because you know he's not a, he's not like the stereotypically leading man Broadway guy. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. So he needed that maybe that to like offset that like he's not he's not leading sure, man right, right, right. Broadway looking necessarily. Totally. And that, you know. But anyway, this is what I actually think. I, this might not be true, but this is what it feels like. I feel like there's a bunch of people that are mm-hmm. like they feel bad. They're like, wouldn't that suck if so and so just didn't make it? That would just they would it would be horrible and feel right, shitty. Right, right. If they had to be like everybody else, that would suck. Right. So they kind of force them through. Like, yep. wouldn't it be so horrible if so-and-so didn't go to the Met Gala? Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah, 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 wouldn't yeah. it feel horrible if so-and-so didn't go to the Oscars or didn't have their own show on television? Wouldn't that be horrible? They would must. They would, it would just feel icky if so-and-so was so famous and their child was average. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, would yeah. feel horrible. Like I, li- I literally think it's people that are like, that would feel so bad if Mick Schumacher was just mid, and right. driving in like indie lights. Yeah, you know, God like, forbid. Like I think that's where it comes from an emotional place. Am I crazy? Why people, why people want nepo babies to work? Why people force nepo babies into situations that they're not qualified mm. for? Is it come from an emotional place? I mean, I get from the Mick Schumacher of oh, it all. Like, he, empathy here. I get, interesting. Okay. No, it's just like it's just like ah, oh, like he was famous and he was a star, and now his daughter, she gotta be one too. She has to have her own show. Yeah, yeah, sure. has to. Yeah, I think with like a Mick Schumacher, it's interesting because it's like it's like because sometimes with 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 the Nepo thing, it's like there's people who like. They have kids, and their 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 parents are like actors, but they're not, but they're not like the top of the top. Or if there's like a is someone who has like an M. Okay, let's go for like the NBA, right? If you have that's um, different. If you are that's if you are, I think I know I know it's different. I know it's different. But if but like even just on an emotional level, if you think about like someone's like, if your dad was an okay player, like Steph Curry, right? His dad Nepo, like I mean, to an to an extent, you could say. I mean, Steph Curry's on like the talent is undeniable there. But you Obviously. could say that he had every opportunity, that he was yep. raised around it, that he was given coaching, all this stuff. His dad was a shooter, that he was like he was trained and bred to be the player that he is now. And Del Curry was like a good player, a pretty and good And he had player. the right values instilled in him. Like, this is how you become a pro. This is how you practice. This is how you approach things. Like, there's like a— Exactly. Whereas, like, there are these other guys who come from, you know— uh, backgrounds that don't sort of instill that and, and they just they're just right. kind of they get there and they're like here's the money figure it out you know mm-hmm. anyway they don't have the same so there's support. somewhere there's somewhere to go for that and so steph curry's now risen to the top jenny points out max max, max is a nepo baby max is a 100 percent nepo baby but his talent is undeniable but it's also a thing where like max's dad was an okay like a mid right. f1 driver so max's success there's something about that that it's like it's completing. It's like getting to the top. Like they sling. Like like I got to this part of the mountain and then I slingshotted my son to the top of it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like whereas the, the Michael Schumacher thing is like I reached the top and now I'm trying to pull you up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to drag you up. Exactly. And it's just different. I mean, and and you yes. know, and it's sports. It's just it's just harder. Whereas like in acting, I'm like, or or, or there there are some nepo babies. I'm like, you would be waiting at Chin Chin. Right, <laughs> you would be yeah. you'd be right next to Brian at Chin Chin in 2015. You wouldn't yep. be making a you'd be in debt. 
Right. You'd be literally in debt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. And because I want to be in the industry, I can't say it. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, but, but you know, it we know sucks, industry we don't. So really, you know, industry we don't want to be in Formula One, so we can talk freely here. Formula One. <laughs> it's really, it's not. It's you know, it's not Mick Schumacher's fault. It's like everybody I see on television, I'm like that person. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why? 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 You know, why mm-hmm. can't Mick Schumacher just like? Buy a farm and like rescue horses and like fuck supermodels. Like, why does he have to be an F1? Do you know what I mean? Why does it have to be? Why does it have to be this way? He doesn't have doesn't. to be in it. It doesn't. And even if he gets there, it's going to be embarrassing, just like it was for Ralph Schumacher, just like it was for the other Schumachers. Like, there was there was Michael, and for the other ones, it's like it's just, it just never really happened again. They're trying to fucking strike lightning in the same place twice. It's not going to happen. And, and, and the reality of the thing is that, like, it will continue to kind of, like, prove that because they're not the same, made of the same stuff. Let's move on. There's so many that, that face this humiliation, and it's just, they're, they're just like, you know, Kvyat or whoever the fuck, right, who just get mm-hmm. thrown out. And right. nobody cares. Right, and they, right, ne- right, right, right. and you know, Nick DeVries until 30 seconds ago was one of the guys who just said they mm-hmm. just, the F1 just wiped their entire ass crack with him and threw yep. him out. Yep. And I can't even remember the other people because, you know, yeah, Antonio yeah. Giovinazzi, right? Just yeah, wipe yeah. the ass, throw away. Nobody right, no gives a shit, but there's like, who, G- Giovinazzi, who I know for a fact isn't wealthy. Right. Yeah. 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 His family doesn't have money. But the, yeah, all this true. empathy is extended to Mick Schumacher, who has, <laughs> I mean, you know, his father's health is unfortunate, but like he, he's fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Woo. Jenny okay. texts us. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Let's move right along. Will Buxton? This tweet. This old. This old. Tw- this old tweet of his. This old. This old. This old uh, journalistic um, <laughs> gem. Yeah. Can yeah, you read yeah. it to me, please? Yeah, he said, I always wondered if there was a correlation between brand of race helmet worn and the hastening of male pattern baldness. <laughs> Whether their sloping handle of the forehead at the top of the head padding and its potential rubbing over time might adversely affect the hair follicles. Genuinely be thinking about trying to write an article on it for years. But how do you approach somebody, let alone a racing driver with a stereotypically fragile ego, and ask what they think about the receding hairline. <laughs> Can I just say, uh, I think he really, he pro- he tells on himself so much, he projects so much onto other people. Uh-huh. Like his whole thing is like, I'm a real journalist. Like he did that thing with right, Will Buxton, right, right. right? I mean, not Will Buxton, Martin Brundle, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, <laughs> on this side of things, like I'm a real journalist, yeah. you know, I make sure, I keep it about the cars, you know, and you know, I don't make a whole spectacle. When he, you know, because he, you know, Martin Brunel's grid walk, right? Yeah. Which they put a gun to Martin Brunel's head and make him do. And, um, right. And he's like talking about fragile male egos. I'm like, your ego is the fucking fragilist, dude. <laughs> your ego is the fragilist. You're not a right. real journalist. He, he is, he wants to be a personality, which is fine, but just be upfront with it, you know? 
Right, right, right. I well, it's just like thing where it's like I can't tell what the deal is with him. I think is how I feel. Is it like are you like because he some like he plays into it? Like everyone kind of does the joke about like when you're at the race, you're at the race, and when you're when you're winning the race, you've won the race. Like they're all making it. They you know, and he kind of plays into it. He he, he plays along with it. All that kind of jazz. Smart. So I think he's smart. Right, but I but like I can't help it. It's like with this tweet, I think he's like he must he's being tongue in cheek. But it's also like, then you, it's like he's, he's, he's being kind of cheeky. This is a but he's cheeky vain. Tweet. But he's so vain himself. Right. Well, that's why he's thinking about this, obviously. This is why it's on his mind. Obviously. That's why I'm saying. But he doesn't see that he's telling on himself. He's not that self-aware. Then I'm like, do you dress like a fucking peacock? He's trying to like accuse the drivers of having fragile egos, and it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it'd be great if he, if in this tweet there was some acknowledgement of like, as someone who f- is freaks out about his own hairline, right, it's always exactly. whatever. That's the little bit yeah. of it that sometimes feels like it's, missing, it's missing with him when it, that it's like that he he needs to. Yeah, and some level maybe pick a lane. I do think that I think that like the the, the Brundle thing was just so out of pocket, and it's just so, it sat so wrong with us for a long time. And I just like I don't know like what his recovery was from that. It's like don't come for the God Martin Brundle. I just think it's like, are you a journalist or are you a fun guy? He's trying so hard to be a celebrity, and <laughs> what what, I, what makes me angry? Here's what makes me angry. Yeah, what is the only thing in this life that makes me angry is that the, is is F one. You look at you watch F one TV and you see uh, Rosanna Tennant, you see Sam Collins, you see Lawrence Pareto, you see Karun Chandok, you see all these people that like feel like real mm-hmm. journalists, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he gets all this run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm sure. like, you got F one is so deep. <laughs> F one TV right. is deep. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is even? I'm like, what the hell is even that? <laughs> what? This yeah. guy's given such. This is a. This guy's so fucking bloated. Yeah, he's such a bloated, like, fucking full of himself guy. <laughs> and the way he dresses and the way he carries himself, it's just like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And it's like, it's just like, go be a Stephen A. Smith. Go be a like, go be a personality. Right. You're not a right, journalist. Right, 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 You're, right. But because F1's so dry, there's really no room for that. Like, you have to go and start a fucking podcast like us, and he doesn't want to yeah, obviously yeah, do that. Yeah, 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 Right. He's using the cover of F1 or, you know, like a legitimate news source to be a fucking jackass. Three shades mm-hmm. from Clyde Fraser, the way he dresses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at how Lawrence Barreto dresses. Look how the other men on that show dress, right? Women, it's a little different because they, you know, that's sexism. They got to, like, look fabulous, right? That's just kind of an expectation. Uh-huh. But he's, it's, um, Lawrence Barreto, Sam Collins looks like he got out of bed half the time, right? Yeah. It's just, it's not about him. It's about, right. It's right. about the the sport. It's, it, it's, it, the, the attention yeah, Sam is Collins never isn't on him. Branded. Anyway. Sam Collins isn't branded in the yeah. way that, that, that Will Buxton is, which is like, which is also like in this thing, it's like, that's fine, but it's like, you're not, I think, I think what part of what the reality is like F1, F1 has been like, only in the last few years has doing something like this podcast or doing something where you, it's like, here's my opinionated kind of like stuff on the side has become more of like an actual viable option. So like the actual people on the grid are like filled with like fans 
it's like the fans are journal- like it, on some level. I feel like that's a little bit of what my feelings about like Ted Kravitz are is that it's like it feels like it's like a it's it's fan like Ted Kravitz is a fan, which is fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But like when you're under like when you're a motorsport journalist like per- trying to be unbiased and you are like a fan, that feels like there's a disconnect there. And when you watch other yes. sports. When you watch other sports, I mean, there's like there are, you know, sports journalists who cover whatever things, but then they have like it's all ex-players or ex-coaches who commentate on the sport in the official capacity. And I do think and it's like, are, it, yeah, yeah, there's and there's are opinions are grounded in experience. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, He's just in this weird gray area that makes me uncomfortable. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's like you. if you're gonna, yeah, if you're anyway. Uh, anything else you want to cover? Logan Sargent in New York City the same day Trump was arrested. Can, yep, didn't didn't see him protesting, but but we didn't not see there. him protesting. He was there. In so oh, okay, wait, oh, we gotta end. We gotta end with this. Can't prove that he can't prove that he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Zach Brown has cha- challenged Toto Wolf to a boxing match in Vegas. <laughs> Really? I mean, clearly not, actually. He's clearly saying something in jest, but, you know. I don't like Toto Wolf right now. Yep. Toto mm-hmm. Wolf would fuck him up. Fuck him up. <laughs> would fuck him up. Zach Brown like looks like a big guy, but I've been near him. He's not that tall. He's yeah. Deceptively, sh- he's actually deceptive. He's not as thick as you think he is, and he's not as tall as you think he is. Toto Wolf would absolutely destroy him. Zach Brown has challenged Toto Wolf to a boxing match in the build-up to Formula One's inaugural Las Vegas Grand Prix. The McLaren CEO is up for a race against Christian Horner, so he wants to fight Toto and race Christian. Christian's gonna win that that race. He's too. cruising for he's cruising for a bruising with both of these things because Toto Wolf has the reach, Toto Wolf has the size, and Toto Wolf has I the think has the size and the has strength. The, has the strength. And Zach used to race cars, but Christian Horner, I think, got so did Christian than Zach Brown ever did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christian Christian um, made it to like F two and is and is smaller than Zach Brown. He has yeah. a. Let's assume let's assume that they both have the same racing abilities. Christian has a. Oh, it depends if it's cars. If it's cars, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, it was yeah. karting, Christian has him. Right, right, sure, sure. Other team principals in the ring. I think I okay. <laughs> other team principals in the ring. Well, who? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who do you want to see fight? Who would Gunter? Who do you want to see Gunter? Fight? Gunter's got like. I mean, Gunter's. You know, sometimes Gunter's there's those, got those the like Luigi the, reach. those skinny guys that can just fucking hit. He's got he's got like style bender vibes. I would see. <laughs> I, I would love to see, uh, Fred and Tost fight the two little guys. I think uh-huh. to, I think I, uh, I think Vestor would probably fuck Tost up. Fred is solid. Fred's got that. Remember his hands. He's got that tiger grip. Yeah, he's got the tiger grip. If we're talking weight classes, yeah. I think Gunter Toto see would be pretty good. Gunter Toto would be fucking amazing. <laughs> Both oh, got the so reach. Good. I think. I think Toto. Toto would fuck I think. Him I, think up. I think. Not if Gunther could keep. If if it, if it went twelve rounds. I think total. I think with boxing, it's like I think with boxing is that it's like it's it's not even necessarily about like strength. It's like who do you? It's boxing so much about technique. Like you have to know how to punch. Yeah. yeah. Which is where I feel like I'm like does Toto like 
Toto feels like to me like a guy who's like he's strong and he's all these things, but like does he know how to punch? You know what I mean? It's but, like Tyson I Fury. Think, I don't think. Look I don't think. Fury. I don't think. Um, Zach yeah. Brown. I feel like Zach Brown. Well, he's like would know six. How to punch. <laughs> but, but but like but like Tyson Fury, right? Tyson Fury. I mean, he's he's t- obviously he's tall as fuck, but he does not look like a boxer. And then if you see if you look if you took a look at a picture of him and you looked at a picture of Deontay Wilder. Yes. Tyson Fury versus yeah. Deontay Wilder. Do you think? Oh, Deontay Wilder is beating the shit out of him ten times out of ten. But no, Tyson Fury has picked him apart one by one. And then there's that guy, um, Andy. Well, also Ruiz. Floyd Mayweather is a great example. Uh huh. He's just kind of small and he's all technique. He's got no power. He's never knocked right. anybody out. Yeah, he's yeah. Just... I mean, early in his career, he did. But yeah, for the most part, you're right. Yeah. No, he's like he's a technical boxer. Yeah. But then there's like Andy, isn't it? Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz beat right. Anthony Joshua. Yeah, Anthony Andy Joshua Ruiz is, like, is literally the most perfect specimen of human being. And this is Andy Ruiz, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah. it's like it's it's more than its size because that's the deceptive thing with the Zach way to fight. beats the shit out of Otmar. I kind of feel like Zach Brown beats Toto. <laughs> I think he gets in there, he gets a couple to the body, and I think he's like I think he's got that little fucking like. He throws his body a little bit. I think Zach Brown wins. What about Lawrence yeah, Lawrence Stroll? Lawrence is too old. But you know he's th- got that one I punch think, power. Honestly, I think Lawrence in Lawrence age adjusted. Like if you put him, if you made mm-hmm. Lawrence a little younger, I think Lawrence is fucking everybody up. Honestly, that guy is built different. He looks like powerfully built. The fight that I really need to see is Gunter Steiner versus. Now R.I.P. Mattia Bonotto. <laughs> that is a hundred percent the best fight. They're that's both the very fight. tall, very long, uncoordinated. That's that's why I don't mm-hmm. think Gunther would have a shot against Toto because he seems uncoordinated. Right. Exactly. He doesn't seem coordinated. But the two most uncoordinated, long, <laughs> rangy guys going yeah. at each other, that's a hundred percent the best fight. hundred yeah. percent the best fight. Yeah, you think that Jake Paul versus fucking Tommy Fury is going to do pay-per-view numbers? Try Gunter Steiner and Matia <laughs> Bonotto, and you're going to break the fucking bank. No, you have them fight in that clown car. You lock them in there. <laughs> Only one guy gets yeah. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, okay, you motherfucking vankas. Now, there is a piece of news that we didn't talk about because we're talking about it on the Patreon, Okay. And that is that Felipe Massa wants to look into reversing the 2008 World Drivers Championship title because of some recent comments by Bernie Ecclestone. But you're going to have to stick around and wait for that because that's going to be coming on the Patreon later this week. And we're going to be doing a whole dive into Massa, what Massa's thinking about trying to do, into Crashgate, into how Fernando Alonso is at the fucking center of all of this shit once again, the Dark Lord. And and we're finally getting to Flavio, the ultimate red flag of all of F1. So Go ahead and subscribe right now, though. Subscribe just to the Patreon. This is going to be an epic episode. And... Until next time, Avankas. Goodbye, Avankas. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.